You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by adjunct Professor Kylie Ward, Chief Executive of the Australian College of Nursing, to discuss the group's involvement in the Choosing Wisely Australia initiative. Thank you for joining me, Kylie. Thank you. Why did ACN decide to become involved in the Choosing Wisely initiative? Uh, The Australian College of Nursing is uh, very proud to be the first nursing organisation to be involved in the Choosing Wisely initiative. There's nothing like the power of now to work together on contemporary issues regarding the best possible healthcare provision uh, and to have the conversations that are necessary to be able to be at the forefront of change. ACN put forward five key recommendations. How did the college narrow down what must have been a wide range of potential suggestions? Yes, we've got a, the Australian College of Nursing has an extensive member base and a network, a field of um, networks throughout the nursing fraternity. We launched this nursing forum last year with all of the uh, attendees in Brisbane and had extensive discussion and there are about 15 recommendations that were put forward. We then took this to the member base and uh, had some consultation with other professional organisations and uh, then put forward the five that you see today. One of those recommendations is to not unnecessarily replace peripheral intravenous catheters. What risks arise when these catheters are replaced too frequently? Yeah, peripheral intravenous catheters are routinely used uh, for vascular access, but when they're unnecessarily removed and replaced um, and the IV catheter itself was functional, it really breaches skin integrity. It poses an increased risk of any healthcare-associated infection and trauma to the patients as well. Another submission surrounded the routine use of antipyretic medication to manage fever in children. What are ACN's key messages surrounding that? We understand that uh, what we're putting forward is something different from what people are used to and what our key messages are is that, um, you know, fever is defined as the body temperature um, above the normal range, um, but it's commonly seen as a primary indication of illness in children. They're putting forward and uh, want people to understand is that fever is a normal physiological response to infection and illness and will not place a generally healthy child at harm. What were some of the other key recommendations and why were they put forward? We, uh, I'll share with you the, the other three recommendations, but let me preface that by just saying that in deciding the, the five that we put forward, there was, there was many more and we would hope to be part of wave three of the Choosing Wisely initiative to continue to be at the forefront of lead, leading uh, nursing interventions and care. But nurses lead and manage a workforce which has the highest level of contact and most diverse range of interactions with patients throughout the country. And so rural and remote, regional, metropolitan, in all areas of hospital, aged care, primary care, uh, inpatient, outpatient and acute setting. So we, we wanted to get a range that would give a good, a good cross-section of what nurses do within their everyday roles. 
Let me go through the the other three that we haven't met, mentioned. And another uh, of those is don't restrict the ability of people with diabetes to self-manage blood glucose monitoring unless there is a clinical indication to do so. We then have don't use urinary catheters to manage urinary incontinence unless all other options, uh, appropriate options have proved to be ineffective or prevent wound infection or skin breakdown. And finally, the fifth one we have is don't initiate plain x-ray for foot and ankle trauma unless the criteria of the Ottawa ankle rules are met. Thank you for your time, Kylie. Thank you, Dallas. Lovely speaking to you.